welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theme of the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. And leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving just a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It was a double whammy of funny, unless you got that boom boom. It's time to talk all things Canada's Drag Race 3. And joining me to help blank up this podcast, it's Alice in Wonderland. How are you? Hello, everyone. I am doing great. I'm here to snatch. Yeah. Not really. Not really. No. This isn't my snatch game. It's theirs. We're here to no, you're, um Listeners, um, Allison is not doing her snatch game character Lady Gaga right now. No. Sorry. No. Um, but you saw Lady Gaga. I did, I did. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. her again. Wow, you're one of those privileged few who gets to see her, and I do not. So cool, great, good for you, yay. Thanks, Obscura. Thanks, Obscura. Um, who's who? Obscura. That's what who's I'm going that? with. Exactly. So you're telling me that you've gone to Lady Gaga, you're going to go again with that bitch who's already gone as well. I've not gone yet, and she's not taking me? Yeah, and she's going a third time in San Francisco. And I'm going to have her on the podcast tomorrow. Okay. 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 We're going to have some words. Oh, it's fine. Well, Ooh. five episodes into Candace Drag Race 3. How are we enjoying it? I actually really like this season so far a lot better than last season. Last season I felt like was kind of lackluster, but this season is very entertaining. Um, is it because of the drama? I do like the drama, but I also feel like these girls are bringing it in terms of looks way harder than last season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, listeners, uh, you may remember um, the work of Alice in Wonderland on the preview podcast, where Miss Alice in Wonderland um, should talk to almost every single contestant. <laughs> I sure did. So, are you eating your words? For a few of them, yes. For a bunch of them, absolutely not. Yeah, um, we're, we got some good looks. We got some things that he brought with him in a backpack. That's for sure. Let's dive into it. To begin, let's get into it. In the previously on portion, it was a montage of Miss Fierce Delicious. Like, this was wild. We have never seen this before, but this is just basically a setup for what's to come, as well as a precursor to the season, as it is all about her. It's her show, and the others are just maneuvering around her. Listen. She knows how to make good TV. She's not winning, but she's going to win. She is oh, the absolutely. prime player. Good for her. Exactly. For she, her. Knows, she knows exactly what she's doing. She knows exactly how to get her airtime. And that's what she got to do. Would I trust her in real life now? No. Hell no. No, no. But she's fierce. She's fierce. She's, she's sickening. Well, chaos has been sent home. Giselle is really sad, but she has to kick them off one by one if she wants to be the last one remaining. Jada's going to read Chaos's mirror message, which includes a message to Vivian to get the crown. Okay. 
interesting choice. Did not see that one to be her winner pick, but go off, sis. Um, Vivian, though, she's got the fire in her belly. Oh, and Chaos is keeping Bombay's wig. Um, have you ever borrowed a wig and never given it back to Obscura? Actually, this wig behind me is Obscura. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. All right. Well, Queen's giving Queen's other wigs and maybe they'll give them back one day. Will you give it back? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Jada lip her ass off and she's still here to fight. She says she hasn't danced that hard. And the girls are like, yeah, you like kicked yourself in the face. We're going to watch the tape here, and I don't know if that's actually scientifically accurate. We'll see. Um, have you ever kicked yourself in the face? I can't actually say that make I have. Contact. I can't say that I have. That's all right. I don't think Meanwhile, I'm flexible. No, I mean, <laughs> I used to be <laughs> flexible. You know, Me like too. that sit and reach thing in like um, uh, middle school and high school and everything? I used to go beyond the box. I was that flexible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, not anymore. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway. Um, meanwhile, we have Pouty Face Fierce, who is still upset with Kimmy. Here we go, kids. Uh, Fierce still wishes Kimmy talked to her about being upset, but Kimmy doubles down that she ignored her because she knows how she gets. She didn't want that reaction from her. And now we're gonna have Bombay step in and say that Fierce asked for honesty, but when she but she spirals when she's given it to her. And now we're gonna get Irma giving the confessional about Miss Fierce Delicious grading on people and saying that it's getting a bit fierce atrocious. Um, she's so fun. Uh, the entire cast is ready to turn on her. I don't blame them. She's messy, but like fun messy. But like in that situation with the pressure, I understand how they would be annoyed with her. But from a viewer perspective, it's TV gold. Do you have a Miss Fierce Delicious in your life? Obscura. There it is. There it is. Um, Jada's going to tell her that she's young and it's a learning process. She wishes it was brought up to her earlier. Now, Lady Boom Boom is like, do you want to know what I think about all this? Oh, she says it's not like high school. She thinks it's a lot of bullshit and too much energy is going into it. She's over it. It's time to move on and use the energy to give Giselle her congratulations as she won her first challenge. She feels amazing, but now she's over it as well because the course is too tight. And I feel like that's very real for all drag queens. Oh, yeah. Of course, they're like, like okay. death. They're like, we gave you your content. Get us out of the drag, please. We're done. Yeah, rip it off. Also, what is going on with drag queens on these shows dragging each other? Like, literally, like Irma is dragging Bombay throughout the workroom. Um, also, what's wrong with Bombay's tights? That was gross, nasty. You, there was you black heard, shit you, on it. You heard what I had to say about Bombay during the preview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a design challenge. Maybe she des- like designed and glued onto herself. Maybe that's residue. I don't know. We'll go with that. <laughs> sure. Well, it's a new day. And Bombay says the other queen should be scared because she will do anything to win. Um, she whispers anything because Bombay will blow you away uh so how is everyone doing um fierce has the floor of course um can't wait to see how this is gonna turn out she's gonna address how she has been acting she apologizes and says she will be making an effort to change and be a better person she doesn't want to be that person to bring the energy down in the room fierce wants to channel her energy into the competition and focus on that i give it a week I give it four days. 
It, it, well, I mean, a week by like in terms of the show, like next week she's gonna be back on her bullshit. Oh yeah, she listen. She's very messy. Very, she's very messy. But that's what makes good reality TV, you know. So you can't be too mad at it. It's true. It is week five, so it's time for a win check. Jada has a win. Kimmy has a win. Boom Boom has a win. Giselle has a win. So how are the others going to step their pussies up? Uh, well, Irma's mom says she's a winner, so there's that. Which means I'm a winner as well. I've won many Rupeter badges then. If um, Me that's too. That's the way things work. I have seven. says I'm a winner. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What did you win them for? Yeah, being pretty. Um, wow, this is my- Snatch Game prep right now. Come on, yes and it. I won them for being a major bitch on the Michael Block Canada's Drag Race Preview Podcast. There it is. There it is. (laughs) All right. Well, Irma is a comedy queen, so she's ready for Snatch Game. Worst case scenario for her is a singing dancing challenge where you have to do macrame. What? I can dance, but the other two? You can't do macrame? No. No. I don't know anyone who can do macrame. If you can, let me know. I want to see. I can sell, but I can't do macrame. There's always time to learn. You're young. Yeah. Vivian knows she has to keep showing the judges what she does and something will click and stick. And after a message from Mamaru, who shares it's definitely the Snatch Game, Brooklyn arrives and teases them with more comedy. Well, can they read? Because the library is open. And wow, this was the weirdest edit of a uh, reading challenge because <laughs> the winner was clear simply based on how many reads they had. Yeah. We've never everybody just had, seen like, Everybody had like one. one. We've never seen that before. Uh, were they just that bad? Or do they have not have time? I don't know. Anyway, this let's go through these. I let's love go the through these reads. You, you, are you good at reading? Absolutely. Great. Put a pin on that. All right. Fierce <laughs> on Vivian. I should probably sabotage you for not giving me the song that I wanted. But my parents always taught me that two wrongs never make a right. For example, your parents. Okay. Mean. Mean. <laughs> funny. Funny. First one right off the bat. We went mm-hmm. to a 12. Fierce on Jada. Jada is always saying, what's goody? What's goody? After seeing her in drag, I think she's actually asking what good is. Great. Cool. Well, <laughs> the shoe fits. It's true. Boom, boom on Fierce. If complaining was a talent, you'd finally be talented. She she deserved that one. She earned it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom, on Kimmy. Kimmy, uh, I know you and my boyfriend used to talk before, but let's just say that I'm happy he chose the pretty one. That was, like, personal. Yeah. But funny. I liked it. That, that one cut a little deep, but I like it. Yeah. Boom, boom, on Irma. Last week you dressed up as a clown, but you doing drag will always be the biggest joke for me. Okay, easy, simple, fine. Boom, boom, on Jada. I can't say nothing bad about you. I mean, that's the judge's job. That one, that one completely took me out. Yeah. Irma on Giselle. I love that you f- your face is like the city of Montreal. I can always see Mount Royal right in the center of town. Mean, but funny. I get it. Uh, Giselle on Ooh. Fierce. You're like a beautiful cupcake made of shit. You're really pretty, but you're still made of shit. Again, a little personal here, because we know how she feels about uh, Miss Fierce Delicious. Yeah, yeah. Jada on Vivian. Listen. When I told you you were filler queen, darling, it wasn't an insult. It was a recommendation. Damn. Vivian on Boom Boom. Uh, Like the great North American squirrel, you're graceful, petite, and you're able to fit an alarming amount of nuts in your mouth. Okay. I don't know that that one's a read. 
No, no, because clearly she 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 likes nuts in her mouth. Yeah. Um, Bombay and Vivian, when they were casting for the season, your name was on the top of the list. That list was worst case scenarios. Okay, kind of Oof. kind of bad, funny there. Yeah, it, that was an okay one. That was an okay one. Kimmy on Boom Boom. I know what you've got in your bags. Cucumber. Which is going to lead to her having a cucumber in her ass, which is, I was like, I don't like that. I'm not here for cucumber butt. I mean, when you're isolated from everyone, you have to do what you have to do, I guess. Cucumber? Ew. Okay. And Kimmy and Giselle, body shape Coca-Cola in a can. Okay. That one was good, too. That one was good, too. Just her delivery now, on that. Yeah. Oh. Now, before we discuss the results, you said you're good at reading. Uh-huh. Can I put you on the spot? Who am I reading? Your dear sis, Obscura. Oh, I could never. Just kidding. Um, Obscura, you like to think of yourself as this amazing visionary. Your motif on all of your looks is eyes. Why does it look like you put them together in the dark? Oh, okay. Good one. Good one. You have any more? Not that are safe for a podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> I did ask Obscura for some reads for you. Um, I pared them down to only a few because she gave me about seven of them. Uh, shall we? Let's go for it. Allison, we all know why you don't leave the house during the day. Sunlight kills gremlins. <laughs> That's okay, good. Right? It's true, I don't leave the house during the day. I hate the sun. Allison always complains about how she hates soup because she doesn't like drinking her food, which is funny considering she's drank over two gallons worth of cum from the DL men of South Jersey. It's true, it's true. We did the math. Allison Wonderland. Allison Wonderland, the only person to react to getting canceled with, well... Also true. <laughs> and those are the reads from Obscura. Uh, you should hear us when we're by ourselves. I, I don't think that's safe for anything. Not even uh, a late night behind the paywall podcast. No, I don't think so. It gets mean. See the two of them at $3 bill coming up, what, next week? Yes, the 24th. There's Control your alt delete a tribute to Alt Pop. I'm going to be giving some Kim Petras and some Slater. Ooh. All right. Well, Brooklyn has made a decision, and the winner is Lady Boom Boom. Duh, because that's all we saw. Uh, and she wins $2,500 cash courtesy of the men's room. Um, If you haven't gone to the men's room, uh, it's a good website. I, I If I ever go to Montreal, I'm definitely going to go pay them a visit. Ooh. All right. For this week's Max Challenge, they are, in fact, playing the Snatch Game. You know the drill. Celebrity impersonation time. Let us see how this turns out. Now, I projected that you would do Lady Gaga for uh, Snatch Game. Is that true or false? Absolutely not. Who would you do? The Barefoot Contessa, Ina Garten. Oh. Oh, so you're going to talk about Jeffrey. Of course, my gay husband. And uh, what will you prepare um, as the Barefoot Contessa? Nothing, because she really doesn't do jack shit. No, she doesn't. (laughs) Good good recipes, but terrible show. Good for for camp watching. Yeah, you know, she's entertainment. Yeah. 
All right. Well, this is a drag queen's dream come true. It's acting improv comedy, but the number one goal is to make them laugh as the queens prepare their goods. It's time to see who is doing who. Giselle will ask Boom Boom who she is doing, and she shares that she's doing Montreal drag legend Mado Lamont. Um, oh, haha. And that's who Giselle is planning to do as well. And of course, the two Montreal queens have Mado as a character. Now, I don't know if they knew each other were coming to the show at the same time or whatever, but like, come on. They both work for Meadow. Dog. Giselle has a backup and knows Boom Boom doesn't, so she will give it to her. She even is going to give her the costume from Meadow herself. That's pretty cool. It's pretty sweet of her. I mean, if they're both the children of Meadow, why did Meadow give one to Giselle and not Boom Boom? Because no matter what, it was airtime for Meadow's cabaret and they just got plugged. (laughs) Listen, do what you gotta do, mama. Now, Jada will be doing Saucy Santana, and I have no idea who the fuck that person is. Really? Nope. I am old. I don't TikTok. He's, like, famous. Okay, well, maybe. He's a rapper. I I don't rap. I don't do the rap. Material girl. No, nothing. Got nothing. Fierce okay. is thinking about doing Ariana, and if the producers didn't plan it, Kimmy is just happening to be right behind her, who is also doing Ariana as well. Fierce wants, Fierce wants to do Ariana, but Kimmy will have that conversation once. She's not changing, period. Uh, this was obviously very producer-forced um, uh, because Vivian could not act herself out of that box. She was so <laughs> bad. She's like, what were you trying to do, Kimmy? So bad. Not good. Not good. Ariana Grande is a horrible choice for Smash Game too. Oh, we're going to discuss it. We we will get to why. Um, like if, if it had never been done before, it's a different conversation. But come on, girl, gotta know your history. Haven't we seen how bad of a character this is for a challenge? I mean, we are going to watch Kimmy do the giggle, and Jada laughs. To which Bombay is like, "I don't think they're laughing with you. They're laughing at you, girl." But Fierce is a new woman. She will let Kimmy have Ari. She is channeling the energy into Smash Game. If she gets sent home for being nice one time, she will be pissed, which I feel like is your strategy as well. Yeah. No no, no more nice, girl. Except I wouldn't be nice that one time. I would just... Yeah. You know. Well, Miss Heights Waltz is in, ready to shake things up and check on the girlies. First up is Bombay, who has been dreaming of doing Snatch Game. Why? Because she loves talking. It just comes natural to her. She will be doing stand-up actor and human baby Aziz Asari. And um, this would have should have been a slam dunk. This should have been brilliant. Maybe, How will she make maybe, him? Yeah, go ahead. Maybe she wasn't having dreams. Maybe she was having nightmares. Maybe. Well, she's asked how she will make him funny. And she's going to rely on what Aziz would say. All you had to do was quote Parks and Rec. You would have been fine. That's Literally. just funny. Yeah. Treat yourself, Day. Come on. She didn't even say it. Literally. That's like the easiest thing. Honestly, literally. A fairly easy character to play. Absolutely. Brooklyn's tips are commitment and point of view, which I don't think is helpful at all, but fine, you're the host. How is Jada Jones give anyone Snatch Game advice? And that's the whole funny part about it. Yeah. Well, Jada joins Brooklyn and is thrown by the beard. But as soon as Jada says material girl, Brooklyn knew it was Saucy, who is a TikToker. Um, Brooklyn and I are basically the same age. She knows. Good for her. Whatever. 
I don't keep up with the kids. I don't need to be making mixes. <laughs> Brooklyn reminds Jada that she was in the bottom with Mosu in a comedy challenge. So she asked her what she learned. And uh, she's learned not to pick Miss Mosu. Haha, <laughs> I hope she was watching. Um, she says it's not as easy as it looks. Comedy's hard. Mm-hmm. Are you naturally funny? Yeah. But like, bitchy funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now Vivian and her good ostrich feathers arrive as she'll be doing Sammy thing. We know that Gingerman has done this character before and did it so well. I was very curious to see how Vivian would take it, especially knowing what we're going to learn about her later on in this episode. She says that Tammy Faye is the campiest version of Christianity. And she says she has bridged people and brought people together because her message was love. Well, Brooklyn reminds her that she's been safe, safe, safe and wants more from her. Now, as someone who loves feathers, did you approve of these feathers? I did. They were good. They were real good. Just just check out. Because I know how critical you were about the feathers for the promos. Oh. All right. Kimmy comes over. Brooklyn asks her to do an impersonation, and she will try to guess it. And, well, you can imagine just how shitty it must have been because Brooklyn was like, I need to figure out who this was based on the color palette. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Brooklyn reminds her that when Ari was tried before, the bitch went home justice for tatiana she got screwed i agree she wasn't the worst there nope brooklyn though is worried but tells her that she needs to have fun with the other girls and just have a good time also bad advice again brooke really is in no position to give advice on this no kimmy hopes the wi-fi in her brain is fast and that explains a lot about her it it checks a lot of boxes for me she Mm-hmm. She seems like the kind of girl who would have Wi-Fi in her head, and apparently yep. this day, the power was out. Literally. Fierce arrives as she's doing Courtney Kardashian, and Brooklyn says that Snatch Game is levels, and Courtney is one level, but Fierce thinks she has a lot of material to work with. Are you a fan of the Kardashians? Do you keep up with them? I don't keep up with them, but I think they're ironically funny. They are. I like to laugh at them, not with them. Do you think one day that we're going to have a big like Paris Hilton reveal and be like, haha, we were in on it the entire time? Probably because they are in on it. I hate them so much. <laughs> boom, boom, and her Mado attire show up, and Brooklyn is a huge fan of Mado. Um, first off, the photo of Baby Twink, Boom, Boom, and Mado, priceless. Those gay ass glasses that she was wearing. Oh my God. I had a pair of those. I had a phase. Of course I did. I wore those for like 10 years. I love them. Um, (laughs) Boom Boom is hopeful that she will still have a job because Maddo is her boss. Irma arrives and she's not doing Danny DeVito. She is doing Marilyn Monroe. She's going to do a little bit of Marilyn and Mr. Heights is just not buying it yet. Um, Interesting choice because again, we've seen Marilyn on the show by um, probably uh, yeah Season five. Season five. Come on, you don't remember? No. She doesn't do drag no more. She's your Miss Congeniality. Ivy Winters did Marilyn Monroe? Yep. Oh, right. She did. She did. Hey, Miss Ivy. Come on. I, that's the Miss Congeniality I want to see on All Stars, not La La Ree. Spoiler. She's happy. Um, she's. Oh. <laughs> Ivy's happy with her chickens and her stained glass. Let her live. And her penises. All she does is penises. She loves penises. Good for Me her. Me too, girl. Me too. <sighs> Giselle says bonjour to Brooklyn. 
who was like, who the fuck is Marie Curie? Really? She can't be that dumb. She knows who Marie Curie is, right? I think she's that dumb. <laughs> well, for the numbos out there, Marie Curie <laughs> discovered radioactivity. She was famously known for being in denial for what radioactivity was doing to her. Brooklyn is like, fine, but like, do you have any other options? <laughs> well, if you're going to ask, producers like, we know who the other option is. Ask her, ask her, ask her. It's trauma central. She's got Celine Dion. Giselle Celine Dion is actually pretty good. I mean, she's got the accent down pat because it's part of her already, but yeah. if she had done Celine, it probably, knowing what we see from her, it would have been good because Celine's crazy. Anything's better than Brooklyn, Celine. It true was. Um, Giselle is told to go whoever she's feeling, and she knows Brooklyn would prefer Celine, but she's excited about Marie Curie. After Brooklyn leaves, Vivian shares that they will be praying for all of them because they're all going to need it, and maybe us too. Now, as a viewer, that's true. This season, we did not get any red carpet moment with Tracy, and I sincerely missed it because we kind of got to see the contestants like shine a little bit more um, with that like ten seconds with Tracy and like oh, the play right. around. Right. I, I it's probably cut for time because there are photos of them on the red carpet. Because um, that really was some of the best moments. Um, yeah. You got to see like geometric really physically get into the Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, just just a preference. If we had to cut anything, cut the fierce list is bullshit. Yeah, bear it down, bear it down. We don't need that much of her. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got Brad and Tracy who are contractually obligated to be there. Uh, budget cuts or because they can't find anyone to do it. I mean, like I said on the preview podcast, I can't think of that many celebrities from Canada. So who are they going to get to do it? Yeah, there are a lot of people on this this judges panel that I'm like, who the fuck are you? They've been pretty good, but I'm like, I don't know no who they are. I don't think the contestants even know who they are. <laughs> it's possible. All <laughs> right, let's meet our stars. It's comedian extraordinaire and short king in season. Sorry, Brooklyn asks what his new stand-up special is, and it's why am I so straight? The Aziz and Sorry story. We're going there. And also, where's the voice? Gotta go high pitch. Gotta, gotta, gotta pitch it up a little bit. Next, it's Nobel winning scientist Marie Curie, who is glowing. Now, obviously, we're going to see the light that Giselle is using, but the gag was funny. Um, very, very cute. She was told to stop playing with nuclear or she'll die. She won't die, as she says, as she pants. Um, is it just, is it hot in there? Is it just Brooklyn? Okay. All right, this was gonna be funny. Giselle started off good. Oh yeah, Giselle. Giselle started with a bang. Mm-hmm. It's Push Princess Courtney Kardashian who's happy. She just can't stop smiling. Okay, she's got it. She's a very accurate portrayal of Courtney Kardashian, the Kardashian yeah. that no one cares about. It's it's accurate. It's it's somewhat funny. Mm-hmm. I now we have the, yeah, me too. We have the original blonde bombshell, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. She's got the look and the mannerisms. Um, she's gonna go on a three question on sequitur um non-stop conversation talking to herself but i guess this is her way of like giving the full impression um also irma was clearly prepared and just couldn't stop herself yeah she's someone who did a lot of research before the show and Absolutely. really really got ready for snatch game mm-hmm. praise jesus it's tammy faye mesner uh she's so excited to be here uh she isn't wearing a wig she's wearing her natural look i'm gonna say it unfortunately the way that vivian paints normally it kind of just looked like vivian i mean she does give tammy faye all the time she does 
Um, but the the voice was great. The, the impression was great. Yeah, yeah. Next up, next up is rapper and makeup artist Saucy Santana. Her nails are giving you very much bitch. Better have my money. Is that a reference that went over my head? Honestly, I didn't get it for Saucy Santana, so maybe it went over my head too. Fair, fair. Next up, it's Petite Powerhouse Ariana Grande in Brooklyn is going to ask what the highest note she can hit. And she says something about poking her tummy just like Big Sean. And I'm like, I what? That doesn't make sense. That's, <laughs> that's not even an answer to the question. Kimmy had two responses for the entire Snatch game. Either something that made no sense or her going, <laughs> Is it possible they edited it that way to make her look even worse? I don't think so. I think she's just okay. that bad at it. I'm just trying to give her some benefit <laughs> of the doubt, but yeah. Um, last, we have French-Canadian drag icon Mado. She sh- says she dressed to impress and wore a lace front wig for the first time. Usually, she just puts some fresh semen on her hard front and she's good to go. Have you done that before? Or you don't wear hard fronts? That's how I glued my hat down today. Oh, gotcha. There it is. There it is. Yeah. All right, Tracy's first question is Parliament is finally adding a drag queen to the House of Commons. That drag queen will now oversee the ministry of blank. She answers toxic masculinity. Okay. Well, Mary Curie is going to cough up two teeth because of the radiation. Sometimes she just loses hair because sometimes she loses teeth and then she just loses her eyebrow. And bitch, it's not over. She's going to use a marker to draw a new brow on. And we haven't even got an answer yet. <laughs> funny it's so good funny and then she will say dramaturge because come on theater we love a theater reference yeah um are you familiar what a dramaturge is i'm not a theater girl that's okay that's okay you you can become a theater girl one day and you can become a fan of saucy santana that's true things can happen (laughs) Courtney says literally bible she says momagers. She gets a call from mom who believes that she was actually calling Kim or Kylie and then she hangs up. Okay, that was a funny bit. Yeah. It was actually very, very well done. I was actually surprised. Yes, me too. Marilyn wrote down starring roles. She tells Brooklyn of the biggest part she ever had. It was a president. How big was it? Almost as big as Joe DiMaggio's baseball bat. She loves it when he hits a home run. Okay, double entendres. They're funny. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good Marilyn. Very good. Tammy Faye says great deals because if there's one thing she loves, it's a deal. She brought her own product, which is Diet Dr. Savior, and it's only 700 calories, so you can join the 700 Calorie Club. It comes in the taste of original sin, which tastes like the zesty apple delivered by a snake. Okay, I love the 700 Calorie Club uh, joke. That was fu- that was yeah. funny. A lot of setup to get there, but it was it was good. It was a little lengthy, but it worked out. I don't think it. I don't think it caused it to miss. Yeah. Now, Maddo says mustique, which she's also going to draw bugs. And she's like, mosquito. And English is clearly Boom Boom's second language. <laughs> I love her, but. How did that answer the question of Ministry of Mosquitoes? What? Are there a lot of mosquitoes in Canada? I don't know. I've never been. Maybe. Now, Saucy answers Material Girl, and oh, the obvious, we're going to get a dance. What was funny, though, is Aziz Ansari dancing behind there, and like that was kind of good. It, like we, we got to see Bombay get into character, even though the answers that she'll give are terrible. <laughs> and then we're going to hear Marie ask, is that a woman? Is that a man? I don't care. Okay. 
good for the character. Not, a <laughs> yeah. quite, not, not a thing you could say in real life anymore, but good for the character. I mean, you can say it. Okay, okay. Brad gets Karen the Karen couldn't wait to call the manager when she found a blank in her salad. He says a respectful conflict resolution. And I'm like, that was stupid. I Brad, you have one job off. here. I almost shut the episode off. Sammy Faye says eyelash. Could you even imagine? She's been finding eyelashes on the ground since 1937. She keeps adding them on. She's got 364 on right now. How, how many have you sacked before on your eyes? I used to do 11, but now I just wear this little tiny dinky real girl uh, lash from Anastasia. What changed from 11 to real girl lash? Um, I didn't want to be a clown anymore. And then someone told me I look like James Mansfield. So I changed my entire drive. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, you don't like James Mansfield. Does she listen? I don't know. Well, I think she's incredibly talented. I do not want to be her. I'm far. Would you like to see her on your television screen again? Not particularly. Okay. I might not have a choice, but we'll see. We'll see. Mado is going to answer, and her answer is mesquite. And I just, she doesn't know why. Twice in a row, not a match. Unfortunately, (laughs) what she doesn't realize is comedy comes in threes. So she's going to go, too. You got to go the third time, but she's not going to even do that later. Yeah. Aziz says French press, which is what he calls it when a person from Montreal squeezes his balls. A for effort? Brooklyn will ask if he's sure he's not gay, and he says only on days that end with Y. We then hear that Tammy married one of those, one of those tricky guys. Um. I was mad at Bombay. It could have been so good. I wasn't expecting better than this, though. Now, Ariana (laughs) wrote a song and says since there is her song 34 plus 35, she wrote something else. 69. What? (laughs) I kind of just paused the episode and was like, trying to decipher what she could have even been going for but no i got nothing there there are ways to play snatch game you can answer the question what the question is or you can figure out a way to put something about your character into your answer yeah she put something into the character's answer that had nothing to do with the question so when you put them back to back and forth you're like that doesn't you're stupid what does 69 have anything to do with a salad? And even like separating it from the question, it wasn't funny at all. Not at all. Because she literally just did math. Good yeah. for her. At least, Wait, at least I, didn't, I didn't know she could do that. There. I know. Crazy. Um, now with Marilyn, she wrote rock. She loves a rock. Well, she almost wrote conflict resolution. Look at Irma Gerd saving Brad's <laughs> fucking ass right there. Someone had to because... It was oh, so bad. Now, Brad's next question, because we clearly jumped over another segment here. Uh, Brad's next question is, Canadians are so polite when someone cuts them off in traffic. Instead of giving them the finger, they give them the blank. His answer is wallet, to which I say, if that's true, can I cut off everybody in uh, Canada? I, want, I, need I'm, I, might, I might be taking a little trip. Right? First, we have Marie Curie, and she is feeling amazing as she loses all her hair. Like, all of it like it comes off 
this is a funny gimmick. This yeah. was good. This was planned out. I just, I, if we know how crazy she just went for Marie Curie, what the hell does she have planned for Celine Dion? Right. I want her to like put it on Instagram or something because I need to see. Yeah. Her answer though is the science book of the Curies. And then she tries to blow her hair up and just hawks a loogie and it's just, it just, it's falling forward. And there's something about Giselle where she is funny. And then I think she catches herself being funny and laughs at herself. She's never looked better either. <laughs> wow. This picture, this picture of her behind you is killing me. Crazy. Tammy Faye says thoughts and prayers. And Brooklyn asks if her mascara is waterproof. And she says that her mascara is tattooed the heck on there. And the eyeballs too. She's having a nap. Okay. Funny. Um, I think what Brooklyn was hoping for was the crying uh, Tammy Faye like Ginger did. But we didn't get that. Yeah. We, got, we got a different side of Tammy Faye, which is fine. Mado says it's the same thing that she gives her girls when they come to the cabaret to drink tickets. And somewhere there are drag queens bitching about that being more than they get for bookings. See, I can be funny too. At Visions Reloaded, we pay our girls fairly and give drink tickets. $5,000 each? Fairly, not ridiculously. $100 million? Close to it. Sure. (laughs) The last question is for Tracy. Lori the Lynx is so catty. Instead of throwing shade, she throws blank. Her answer is hissy fit. Marilyn says, just like her ex-husband, Joe DiMaggio, she says a curveball. She thinks her personality is like a curveball. Why? The whole thing is just a parody of the male gaze using feminism and naivete, sexual artifice, and availability. And then she says tits. Funny. It was good. It would have been better if she used a completely different voice. I would have been totally fine if she went like full on man. Yeah. Um, that's what Paris Hilton did is like the high pitch. And then she's like, I, I, I'm an alto. I, I have my voice is down here. But very funny line. Very funny execution here. Ariana writes down break free. The Wi-Fi is slow in her head. She does not even sing. And even Saucy puts shit in his ears to not hear what is about to happen. But alas, she's not vocally trained right now. She didn't warm up. I will take a second and not be mean and say we will understand why she did this choice later on. And what she says is 100% valid and a very important thing to discuss. Yes. But. But if that's the case, why make the answer about singing? Exactly. There it is. That's it. And Marie Curie is back to being green. While she was writing down, she grew tentacles. What the fuck? <laughs> it just keeps diving further and further into madness, and it keeps getting better and better. I want to know what we missed. Yeah, like, what was there? Give me the full uncut video. And then she just wrote down cat, which didn't make sense with the answer either. It's fine. But it's, like, kind of funny. It was good. But that's that. Overall, I'm going to say it's a good Snatch game. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. We've had clunkers in There's recent There's only a history. couple bombs, so. I agree. Pretty good, pretty good. It is Elimination Day, and Vivian is feeling like this is her win. It's her moment, and Ermin's going to ask Vivian her inspiration for picking Tammy Faye, and she's going to reveal that in her high school years, her community was at a Baptist church. It was a group of people she could feel herself with. She feels that Tammy Faye created those spaces for people in time and place where it was not okay to be gay. 
Irma is shocked that her bestie is religious. She didn't see it coming. She says she is an anti-religious person, but to hear her story and how she engaged with religion, you can't always make assumptions. And this was a very interesting topic that I wanted more on. I wanted yeah. to hear their conversation. For sure. Because I have my own opinions on this. As do I. Being gay and religious seems to be very rare nowadays. Mm-hmm. Do people who are gay and religious have an obligation to ensure that wherever they practice, the people around them support gays who happen aren't to be religious? Can religious beliefs be an excuse that a religious gay person can accept if the people in their religion push back on homosexuality and things like same-sex marriage? Like, is it Vivian's responsibility to make sure the people she surrounds herself are supportive as well? Right, it's a very tricky situation to work around it is and that's why i wanted to hear more on this because anti-religion was a very her words that came out of irma's mouth um i've never really heard that term before yeah um, but i get her sentiment mm-hmm. that i i really feel like if you are a religious person who happens to be lgbtq plus you got to make sure the people you surround yourself are not going to push your people around yeah yeah Yeah. definitely um so i i really hope you hear more about this because i i think we're gonna get a little more of vivian this season i don't i don't think she's gone anywhere i hope so um but yeah i think it was very interesting conversation and in today's political climate it's almost like an oxymoron being right (laughs) we're gonna hear from kimmy say that her relationship with religion is bad as when she was 11 she was sent to seminary school to become a priest to convert her to be straight. Meanwhile, down on, down under, um, Hannah Conda wanted to be a priest, so crazy how things work. <laughs> she says childhood should start um, the, be the start of the journey that you want to take, but she started off so late because she was controlled by someone else. She has fought and conquered. Giselle will say that she was sent to a camp and the pastor lied to her mom about the camp, saying it was an artist camp. She was told, being told that she was doing something wrong even though she was 11 and didn't know shit about her sexuality. She says her mom was so mad because she told the priest who, when she came to get her that she did something wrong, but they wouldn't say any of the words of what was wrong. For Giselle, religion is a trigger because of all the homophobia and misogyny she experienced. She says there is no excuse to be a bigot. You hear how the conversation started with Vivian. You hear how Giselle had the conversation and what her experiences was. I want that middle ground. I want to hear them discuss it. Yeah, I want like a big round table discussion. Make a whole episode I, about that. Yeah, I, I would love to hear Vivian's way of uh, defend, not, not defending it, but justifying those actions. Yeah. Um, because not all um, churches believe in um, conversion therapy and all that shit. But it's out there. It's attached to religion a lot of the time. So I want to know what Vivian had to say about this. Because Giselle is speaking out for a lot of people who've gone through that before. But again, we don't get a lot more on it because we're going to move on to Bombay, who's going to share another important conversation here where she was raised Hindu and Catholic. And when she was 18, she could choose what she likes. Her grandparents knew she would be gay when she grew up, so they started introducing her to queer gods and goddesses in their stories. India has always had space for queer gods and goddesses who not only transition gender, but transcend gender. 
She was lucky to grow up with a family she grew up with, but they sure do not know she does drag. She hasn't had that conversation because she hasn't been home. Okay, very interesting conversation with Bombay because, again, there are a lot of people in that boat as well. Um, That's cool of her grandparents. Yeah. I grew up in an interfaith family. My parents were um, Catholic and Jewish. And basically, it was important that I did a bar mitzvah. And they said, after that, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother were like, bye, we're done. No more religion. <laughs> um, but I think, like, with Bombay's experience, she, she's continuing on, as it sounds, because she was taught in a way that was useful for her as a human. Yeah. Well, Giselle says that she's in a competition. It's the best example of drag. But leave it to the reading challenge winner, Boom Boom, to tell Bombay. Wait until you win a challenge before you tell them. That was fucking shady. She went in. She went in. She went in. All right. Are you ready to get to the main stage? I'm ready. We have Brooklyn Heights in silver and her hair is dripping and I hate this look. I don't like it at all. Oh, I love it. I think she looks like she should be put in the microwave and be a baked potato. No, I love it. I love that look. Jiggly Caliente is shaking. Yeah, but this is, like, sickening. Jiggly was just, like, hot glued mess. Yeah, that's true. We have Brad Goreski, Tracy Melcher, and that we're turning another week is Serene Fox. Uh, was she just not busy? Did they lose someone? What's going on? Are Serene Fox going to be a new judge? I still have no clue who she is. So. She's a model. She does model stuff. She's an activist. She activates things. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. All right, category is Periodic Table of Elements. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Chemical Reaction or Combustible. How are you in science? I'm a drag queen. Yeah. Um, I was great with the mathematical parts of science. Other shit, mm -mm. nope. When it came to chemistry, I was good at like biology. I was good at like animals and stuff. I'm good at that. Physics, I was very good at. Um, chemistry, the worst. Like I was in all honors classes in high school, and when I bombed chemistry, they're like, "You should probably go to regular ca- physics." And it's like, "Thank you." And then I soared <laughs> in that class, and my teacher's like, "You shouldn't be in here." I was like, "No, no, I have enough challenges in my life. This one will not be a challenge." Yeah. All right. Let's see how these challengers did. Miss Fierce Delicious wow. doing neon look by Domino Couture, nails by Candice. I think her look is so fun and sexy and club kid light. Yeah, I love the play I like of the latex with the neon strands going all over the place. The headpiece is fun. Love the detail on the nails. Mm-hmm. I would like to see if it lights up in a room. Do you think she glows in the dark? It probably glows under black light, but I wouldn't say in the dark. Okay, put the black light on, producers. But I think it's like, like the, the neon green sole on the shoes. Like yeah. It was just every little detail was correct. It was very, very good. This is my favorite um, of her looks so far. I would agree. This is definitely very, very strong. Um, it's a chemical reaction for me. Oh, absolutely. Audience, 82% chemical reaction, 18% combustible. Next up, Kimmy okay. Couture doing calcium. Hair by Drag Daddy. Now, if you go to her Instagram, this was not the intended look. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Her and her mommy put things together. Blah, 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 blah. Bought a skeleton. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care. We're talking about what we saw on this runway she's using bones as the inspiration i hate it the entire look felt like an afterthought the bone pieces are just dangling down the mouthpiece was there for shock but it was mediocre and the play of caveman with the bones and pelt we've seen it before and we've seen it done better also the tights don't match 
<laughs> um, I think if there was more to it, I would like it. Yeah, I don't like the hair. I like where she was going with the rib cage as a belt, and then I would want like some kind of like boot that like laces up her leg, like like very strappy. Mm-hmm. I don't like the makeup. It's 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 combustible. Tracy says her look. She looked the part with the instant facelift ponytail. The outfit was cute. The makeup was on point, but she didn't sing. Brad could tell that the jokes weren't landing and she didn't try to go anywhere else with it, which was disappointing. Brooklyn wished she played with the Queens more and Serene loves the creativity of the book. It's combustible. It's not good. Yeah, for sure. Audience, you mixed. 51% chemical reaction, 49% combustible. Next okay. up is Vivian Vanderpuss doing Arsenic. Uh, the look is by Evan Clayton. Earrings by Gel Don Jules. Hair by Vivian. Uh, did I know that Arsenic was an element? I sure did not. I just thought I'd know it from their time with Ar- Old Lace. <laughs> arsenic and Old Lace. It's play. Yeah. I oh, think this look is sickening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the look is so true to Vivian. The green and black are playing well with one another. The jacket is grand. I would like one in teal, please. The dress with the lace is very vintage, very sexy. The detailing is spot on. She does have some green on her face, and I wish she would have leaned into it a bit more, kind of like Geometric did last season with the good girl gone bad. Yeah, runway. yeah. Um, but overall, this was stunning. Um, I'm I'm a person who's very big into fashion history, so I know mm-hmm. all about how arsenic was used as a dye, and it, it caused people to get really, really sick and die. Die. So, so die made you die. For me, this look was like fashion historian heaven mm-hmm. she looks sickening it's, Do you it's want so it? solid to me are you gonna ask yeah. me for it i don't think i would fit but should, i'll make myself yeah, one yeah make your own brad asks her if she had fun with snatch game and she says she had a wonderful time and let it flow brad would have liked to see the big makeup bigger brooklyn says she is great at improv as she never says no everything she threw at her she picked up and ran with it tracy says she made light of her but she still respected her she says she's oozing old Hollywood glamour and asked if she sold her look as they had the same necklace, which begs the question, why is Tracy wearing cheap-ass jewelry? <laughs> because is she a real celebrity? In Canada, she is. So is she a real celebrity? Yeah. Saran says the look is wonderful. I agree. Chemical reaction. Absolutely. 100%. No, no. The audience said 64% chemical reaction, 36% combustible. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> she looks flawless. I There's agree. not a thing I, I would change. Yeah. All right, Lady Boom Boom. Bromine. Look by Poe. Hair by Stefan Scotto de Césaire. A very odd selection for a very cool look. It's futuristic and club kid meets science experiment. You have to commend her for being able to rig this look up and make it actually work with the reddish liquid moving through it. Uh, I want to know what it says on her corset. That's the biggest question mark. Like, there's 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 text on there. Um, that being said, I wish the white would have come up further on her legs and down her arms. It just felt a little unfinished. No, I like that it's like just the ends. Okay, okay. And I think that the makeup, like, really, it takes it to such a really cool science fiction place. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I don't know. I really like this look. I, I, it was my favorite of the week, actually. All right. Tracy says, from the pink of her wig to the arched brow, she looks just like Maddo. Brooklyn says, there. that's where it ended. She says she would answer the question, then freeze. 
There was no interaction with anyone else. Brad says the material was not there. As far as the look, he's never seen anything like it. She's constantly bringing something new and innovative and exciting. He didn't know science could look so gorgeous, and Serene was blown away when she showed up on the runway, but to then have the mechanics work was a wow moment. And I agree. Chemical reaction. Great. Absolutely. Audience, 85% chemical reaction, 15% combustible. Next up. Giselle Lullaby, look by Veronica Rocket, hair by Hugo Cafoir. Um, I don't know what this element does, but it's like the silvery gold color, and it's what she captured here. It's very, very warrior with the armor. Um, love the gold leaf collar piece in the headpiece. Uh, it's a very ambitious look. It's very much an elevated leotard to the extreme. And she looks very confident in it. If, if you said you have to do a promo shoot for uh, UK versus the world, she's ready. I actually don't like it. Oh, why don't you like it? It just feels very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the boots. I like the boots a lot. Um, I think that the paneling and the shape of the hips on the bodysuit is kind of unflattering. Like the hips sit a little too high, so it makes her look wider in the waist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that the little feathery pieces were unnecessary on the shoulders. I think if it was mm-hmm. just a headpiece, it would be way cooler. All right. Tracy says she was a masterclass in Marie Curie. She learned and laughed at the same time. Brooklyn says she created her own complete world and was in character the whole time. Brad says the look is wonderful, the makeup is stunning, and Serene is trying to find a note to throw at her, but she can't as it's pretty good. I'll give it a chemical reaction. Do it. Say I'll it. give it a mild chemical reaction. All right, all right. The audience, Very on the fence. The audience, though, no, no, they loved it. 90% chemical reaction, 10% combustible. Next up, Jada Shada Hudson, Sodium, look by Connor McCall and hair by Weekday Wigs. You can see your panties. That's it. How can you walk out there and say this is okay? Like maybe you didn't get a full fitting before you left, but I can guarantee you this was not what was intended because we saw the photos she posted. You could not see any panties. As far as it fitting into sodium, she's playing into the salt area, giving you that pink Himalayan salt fantasy. Uh, the hair is one of the best fancy units that she's worn. The detailing with the stones is wonderful and the colors are whimsical. Um, again, body positivity is great, but you have to know what works in your beautiful body. This piece does not. I hate it. <laughs> it's I not it. good. It's so bad. There's no definition to it. It just, it just looks lumpy and no. The it's, shape it's, of it just doesn't make sense. Like, no. what? Is she supposed to be a salt lamp? Like, what? It doesn't translate she's she's not put out a single look that i like this season and this is one of the worst nothing beats last week though oh god god. uh this one's very very combustible yeah very combustible audience 21 percent chemical reaction 79 percent combustible Next, we have Irma Gerd doing uranium looking hair by Irma jewels and props by Cyril Butler um, if anything, if anyone has anything negative to say about this look, I will have them arrested by the fashion police. I think this is absolutely perfect. It may be on the simpler side, but it's effective and true to Irma's character. The yellow paired with that neon green is perfect. The biohazard symbol made from lace in the dress was smart. I think the hair is dark green, which helps with the vintage aesthetic, though the neon green to match the heels and the um, belt would have pushed it beyond. I thought this was her best look all season. 
I like the dress and the props. I don't like the hair. Are you not a victory roll fan? Those aren't victory rolls. Those are space. What was what's she wearing? Space buns? Those really? Are, those are space buns. Yeah. Victory really? rolls. Thought... Victory rolls create a rounder shape and they roll in. These are like spiraled around on the top of her head. It's a completely really? different okay. It doesn't even look vintage. Interesting, because she's definitely going for fifties. Again, as a fashion history person, this hair is not good. All right, all right. I also hate her makeup. Her makeup. That's just her face. I I think the purple lip is very out of place. I think the way Mm -hmm. she does her eyebrows and her eyelashes makes her eyes look really far apart, like a bug. Yeah, like Uh, like a like a cicada or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. But I love the dress. I think the dress is beautifully done. The symbols and the lace, gorgeous. I love the props. Uh, it's just the hair and makeup for me. That's fair. But it's it's a chemical reaction. Brad was it. laughing so hard as she knew so much about her and there was tenderness in the way she made fun of her. He says the spin served her well at the end of the runway. Tracy says she was always in character. She knows the dress is almost like a Maryland cut with the nostalgia of it. Serene will point out that when no one was watching, she was so sweetly fondling that marker. It's a chemical reaction for me. And the audience... Agrees, 74% chemical reaction, 26% combustible. And finally, we have Bombay doing helium. Look by Kink Engineering, Nails by Pinkies. This was brilliant. I want to know how this look was created and inflated. Uh, the purple and yellow are an excellent color combo. This is very club kid in um, that realm, one of the best we've seen. Um, is she like a gay Michelin tire man? Yeah. I'm on the fence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that the the looking at the pictures, the balloons at the ankles are deflated. That's beside the point. I think that the the place where it cuts off makes her look very awkward. It makes her look really bow legged. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the headpiece it like it doesn't sit flush against her head. Like it like comes. It's like yeah. It makes her head look really big. I don't like her makeup. I think that the concept is really cool. I hate the shoes. I'm very on the fence about this one. There's a lot of things that I like and a lot of things that I don't like. Interesting. All right. Brad says Snatch Game started out well, but then the gay thing was confusing. Bombay will say, wishful thinking on her part. Serene says she brought it with the look and was impressed she could walk as fiercely as she did. Tracy will say her badonkadonk is blowing up. And Brooklyn will say it was worth the commitment as it was the best look of the night and one of the best looks of the season. Yeah, listeners, Allison's making a face on that comment. Cool. I'll give it a chemical reaction. I'm going to have to say combust. Isn't it funny? The two that got the highest all week are the two you don't love. 90% chemical <laughs> reaction, 10% combustible. Hey, it's okay to be the 10%. Yeah. 10% with taste. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn calls Jada Shada Hudson and Miss Fierce Delicious forward as they are safe, leaving Vivian, Kimmy, Giselle, Boom Boom, Irma, and Bombay as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Yeah. I think based on Snatch Game, this, that was the correct grouping. Um, if Jada bombed, she, she would have been gone this week. Oh, absolutely, because the runway was horrible. Terrible. All right, let's move on to Untucked Junior, where the tops and bottoms join the Toronto girls in the workroom. Bombay shares that she, Boom Boom, and Kimmy are in the bottom, and though Kimmy will not be crying about it, she's not that girl, she can't defend herself as she knew she was really bad. She won't watch the episode when it airs. Uh, do we know if she did or did not? Can someone find out for us? No clue. 
Giselle will ask her if she regrets not singing. And Kimmy says she was vocally trained when she was young. And then she came out as trans. When she hit puberty, she had a deeper voice and states that anytime she sings, it's a gender dysphoria for her. She hears a manly voice. She wants to say that, but she doesn't want that to be an excuse. I found this so enlightening because I did not expect Kimmy to say this. No. And to see her be afraid to voice this to the judges, it made me sad a little bit. It did. It did. Um, because I don't think I've ever realized that gender dysphoria can go beyond just the physical body. It it affects every single part of you, your psyche, your your voice, everything. Um, yeah. Again, I want more time on this topic. I wish the show had like some sort of after show where we can talk to the queens and and have them speak on this because this was really really important. Yeah. It, it made a lot of things make sense. Um, and I get it. Like, if, if I was in those shoes, I don't know that I'd be comfortable bringing it up to the judges. Yeah. In the end, I think she just picked the wrong character. I don't think she thought it through. Um, but that's the, that's the breaks of Drag Race. You have to think of every single detail. And yeah. we're at the point now where when you get ready for a show, it's not just you. You got a team around you. Mm-hmm. Brainstorm with everybody and, and take the criticism from your people and not uh, get them to feel negative toward you. They're trying to help you. They want to help you win. Yeah. If I were on Team Couture, I would have said, not great. Not good for you. Obscura and I are constantly bouncing Snatch Game characters off of each other. Yeah. Uh, so if you're going to be uh, the Barefoot Contessa, what is Obscura going to be to your Barefoot Contessa? Uh, I I think what she's settled on right now is Patty Lapone. Okay. All right. All right. Um, um, I hope. She also she also has... Um, oh, what's her name? The name is... Uh, slipping my mind. Suzanne Barsh. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, former guest judge on Drag Race. Yes. Um, as I will never be on the show and no one will ever steal my character because it's so niche for Drag Race. <laughs> if I had to do a character, I would do Alan Carr. Okay. It would be I very could funny. It. I could see it. So easy. It's so easy to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. The glasses, the fake teeth, and and it's easy. Also, if you watch mm-hmm, if you watch Chatty Man, which is Alan Carr's um uh chat show uh, all you got to do is when rue introduces you ask if rue wants a drink and you, game over it's funny i've only um, ever watched it when gaga was on it but i have seen it for that reason he's so funny um i love when he has a guest who just kind of like pushes back on him and he's so scared <laughs> it's, he's so good did you know yeah. he and adele were um roommates were they adele crashed with him for a while <laughs> Um, which i'm i'm still convinced she's the uk4 opening um guest i'm convinced she is on it that would be fierce that would be fierce she was in town when they started taping and she went to a drag show that night so just floating it out there but we do know one guest judge do we yeah hannah waddingham ted lasso I'm clueless. Well, you're not a theater queen. She she's done West End. She she was I think she did Broadway. She was in uh, Spam a lot as Lady of the Lake at some point. Uh, okay. But yeah, she will be um, one of the guest judges because she broke it uh, the news when she was on Jimmy Kimmel when RuPaul was the guest host. Oh, 
love that. Yeah. Yeah, she was, she's very excited for it. Anyway. Boom Boom says they live for her look, obviously, but they did not see her character go anywhere, which she agrees with. She feels like she's funnier when she's around the girls. But Bombay believes they won't send Kimmy or Boom Boom home. They'll be sending her home. She believes it's the gay jokes that were her downfall and wanted to explore if Aziz Ansari was queer. She just didn't make the innuendos work. And I just don't think she understands what an innuendo is. It's, it was bad. It was yeah. bad. She is ready to lip sync if she has to. She will throw her body across that stage as the balloons will keep her safe. Which I'm like, we were denied that? Damn it. That would been fun. I would have liked to see her lip sync. Yeah. Well, the Queen's return and it's revealed that Giselle Lullaby is the winner of the week. She wins $5,000 courtesy of Palm Holdings. That is two wins in a row. Good for her. She's killing Vivian. It. Irma and Bombay are safe, leaving Boom Boom and Kimmy as the bottom two. Do you agree? It hurts to say that I agree because they're two of my favorites, but it's uh-huh, the right uh-huh. bottom two. Yeah, I, I really think that they just both did not do well in Snatch Game. And knowing what we know about Brooklyn loving that look on Bombay, there was just no way they, had, they could put Bombay there. I know. I mean, if I was judging, I would have put Bombay in the bottom because I preferred Boom Instead Boom of? Book. Instead of Boom Boom. Okay. Okay. I think they I, both I bombed agree. Snatch Game, but I preferred I preferred Boom Boom's look. So okay. I, that's how I would have done it. Well, the song they, they will be lip syncing is Run Away With Me by Carly Rae Jepsen. Honestly, Love. a good lip sync song. It's a very good lip sync. Have you listened to, to it before? I have not. I do Lady Gaga. <laughs> only Lady Gaga? Not only, but like 85%. Do you I'm wearing a Lady hate, Gaga shirt. Do you just hate Canadians? No, I have a Canadian friend. Who? Oh my god, that's so cool. Her name is Hillary Yes. She's on the upcoming season of Camp One Kiki. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. Um, Super excited. You're excited for Camp One Kiki. Who's going to win? Who do you think's going to win? I think it's going to be Clinica de Precious. Okay, there it is. After meeting all of them, she was the one who gave me the most winter energy. All right, interesting, interesting. All right, boom, boom. Kimmy, they've both proven they can entertain. But I'm going to say something here. I think this result would have been different had Lady Boom Boom been wearing something she could actually stunt in. Yeah. This was a science experiment that impeded her performance. Though she did change heels. She did. She did. Kimmy was giving you that girly pop star energy, though she did have to remove a lot of her look to get ready and throw herself around. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy was there. It was a typical drag, typical drag show performance. They both held their very own, um, but it was that one trick I think that got the at least the, how it was presented that got the judges on board for Kimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the end, the reign of Couture still has a chance as Kimmy is saved and Lady Boom Boom is eliminated. Do you agree? No. I yeah. I I would have sent Kimmy home. I feel but, like Kimmy just gave every single lip sync on Drag Race. There's nothing special. I agree. Kimmy also just is better television right now. Yeah. Because she is going to continue to fight with Fierce if fight, Fierce is ready to fight. Mm-hmm. I just think Boom Boom has more to show. I think she's a better drag queen. Absolutely. It's not to say that Kimmy's bad. I think Kimmy is so sickening. But I think Boom Boom is more well-rounded. Well, just get ready for uh, France versus the world. Uh, Lady Boom Boom, get ready. <laughs> You know it's going to happen at some point. I, I just, I, 
when I interviewed Adriana yesterday, I was like, I'm, you can't say anything, but I'm telling you, you're going to be on España versus the world. And here's the cast that's going to be with you. Listen, I'm ready for it. Yeah. It's a good cast. It was really good. I might change. I would looking back at it now, I might change a few people, but it's, it's going to be so good. Oh my God. It's going to be the best ever. Supreme Deluxe with all stars. Come on. Right. That's the show we deserve. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Let's hear them. What is Lady Boom Boom's legacy? Honestly, being one of the best fashion queens to ever come out of this show, entire franchise. Yeah. I think every single look she presented this season was top tier. Yeah. I'm so gutted it, that she's gone. It's it's sad. I, I do think she's gone too soon. Um, but I think it also is a fairly good cast that... It, it's hard to eliminate anyone moving forward. Um, it's go- get rid of like- Jada. I like no, Boom I Boom. Yeah, there's so many I would get rid of before I would get rid of Boom Boom. Yeah, well, I know. Week- I know when we did the preview, I was so Team Vivian, and I still love her. But Boom Boom turned out to be my favorite. And there it is. There it is. See, we are allowed to be wrong on the preview podcast. That's why it's so fun to do that episode. Yeah. All right. Next week they will be doing a branding challenge with a palette for makeup and launching a campaign what colors would be in your palette my palette would be pink black mm. red and green okay Ooh, scary fun I, dark i think evil. that those are the colors that that represent me best all right i, I don't really like it. blue maybe maybe a little purple like purple. okay okay uh, a red like or purple then a blue or purple yes Yes, a more pinky fuchsia purple. I ask it every week. After five episodes, the winner of the season is Giselle. I agree. I, I'm starting to double down. I think it's Giselle's to lose. She's won two in a row, which we've rarely seen two wins back to back in recent years. Yeah, um, I think I think she's very very intelligent. She's very well rounded mm-hmm. as a performer, and I think she's very clever. And I think it's time that a French Canadian wins. Yeah. I'll be very, very excited if that would happen. Um, I don't think she's going to win, but they keep on loving Jada. So um, I don't see her going nowhere. No, I don't like I, her. And I, I worry I, for I think, Vivian because she's a I think, I think Jada's a solid entertainer, but I just don't yeah. like her on Drag Race. Not every drag queen is good for drag race. Look at Tainomi Banks. It didn't work out, but she's an incredible drag race. Oh, she's fierce. And it's all okay. You don't have to be perfect for drag race. It's exactly. just a platform. Get exactly. It's what you do with it afterwards. That's what exactly. matters. Exactly. Everyone drop a single. What's your single going to be called? Pussy on Cunty. There it is. Oh, my God. All right, Allison, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You can find me on Instagram at I, Allison Wonderland. That's Allison spelled with two L's because one L is disgusting. You can find me on Venmo at Alan Brandel, B-R-A-N-D-L. Uh, you can catch me at Visions Reloaded at $3 bill in Brooklyn on the 24th uh, for Control-Alt-Delete, our alt-pop tribute show. And you can also find me all over South Jersey with the cum all two gallons of it i will be regurgitating it at every show well thank you so much for being here this was fun yes had a blast 
A big thanks to Allison for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.